Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. I might be a little biased because this is just what I love to do. All of them have a need for consumer behavior research. Everybody needs to know their customers a little bit deeper. Welcome. Welcome back to Pit Stop. I know it's been a minute. I've been doing some stuff over on the DTCX podcast. I've been very busy producing. Maybe you've heard of me over on Bricks and Clicks, working with Chris over on Fraudology. Got a couple of new things coming out and revamping a couple of seasons, including Pit Stop. Now, I started this show about 200 episodes ago, and the goal is really to have one quick fix per show that's either going to help you make a little bit more money moving forward, increase some efficiencies there, or stop you from wasting and burning some money, which was was important 200 episodes ago, but it feels like it's a little bit more important now. As I've grown my rolled up podcast network, I realized I still like the format, but I just don't have time to host. I need someone, a mechanic, a tactician who's really in the weeds. And that's what today's episode is about. Sarah is a consumer behavior analyst and creative strategist. We got connected on Twitter when you were mentioning how there was sort of a need to answer specific questions and, and quick fixes of, well, if one person has this problem, maybe others do as well. Let's put it out there. So I said, hey, I need a podcast host. We've got a sponsor in Triple Whale. So th- shout out to Triple Whale for their attribution and analytics. Go check them out. There will be some more descriptive content down in the bio below. But today's episode is really all about introducing you to Sarah. So Sarah, welcome to what is now your show, and we're going to spend a couple episodes getting to know each other a little bit, what your background and expertise is, and really what we're going to be talking about sort of through the, the rest of the year. So Sarah, welcome to welcome to your show. It's one of those weird, weird things of, of <laughs> introducing, I'm the host, introducing the, the new host. The host. <laughs> Thank you. I am super excited. This is going to be really interesting. I've listened to quite a few of the Pit Stop episodes, actually. And they've all been really, really chock full of value, which I, I was kind of sad. Like it was just kind of like crickets for a little while. And I'm like, I miss Lucas. Where did he go? So this is fantastic. I feel very honored to be here and it's going to be really fun. I think this is something that all, just everybody in DTC needs right now is like actionable, really tactical advice that's going to get them through these next couple of years because so much has changed. So thank you. Yeah. And, and I think that there's a lot of good thought leadership out there. There's a lot of yeah. good Good, good casual stories, but this is really for for the op- business operators of this isn't going to be a one on one level podcast. We're spending a few thousand dollars a day on on ads. <laughs> exactly. Why yeah. why are they not converting as yeah. as much? So welcome. I'd love to hear a little bit about your background and how you got into paid media and e commerce, everything DTC. Sure, sure. So I actually started as a freelancer. Way a long time ago, way before entrepreneurship was even cool. I was 21, I want to say, 21, 22. And I was working for a big water testing company. I was going in there for grant, like graphic design and brand strategy. And it ended up that they cut my position two years in because I guess it was an internship. I was hoping it was going to turn into a full-time job, but it was just an internship. So they cut my position. And then they said, we really love working with you, though. Would you like to just go and like create your own business? And we'll just hire you as a contractor. And I said, I'm 21. I don't know how to do that. Sure. I'll, yeah, I'm going to just go figure it out. So I went and at the time I just created some random DBA, which I now know is not how you should do it, but I got the job done eventually. And then from there, I just spent 10 full years doing everything under the sun and marketing. I was obsessed with it. And I hate using that phrase because 
people get so so triggered by the word obsessed nowadays, but I just think it's funny. I did everything from email to SMS. I did WordPress websites for a while. I did a lot of stuff at Amazon FBA. I did my own Etsy shop. I just kind of did all kinds of crazy things just because it was interesting. I like, I just couldn't get enough of it. And during those 10 years, I just randomly fell into a hobby. And this seems to happen a lot in my life. Lots of accidents, happy accidents happening where I was just looking for marketing books. And my sister-in-law actually happened to be going to school to be a psychologist. So she was like, I have a couple books. It'd be interesting Mm -hmm. that you could read. So I read a ton of those. And then I was just hooked on the information. So I went of all places to the library checked out Mm -hmm. a bunch of really giant textbooks that nobody had read in years and years because they were super dusty. Um, Shout out to to the Libby app, by the way. If (laughs) you've got a smartphone or device, you get free audiobooks and ebooks. Got to use Libby. I've Mm -hmm. read hundreds of books and haven't paid a dollar and the authors still get their their credits. Exactly. I love Libby. Some of the best books I've read, I've found on that app. So yes, shout out to Libby. Uh, Fantastic though. If you can't find like non-truncated is what I would call. What's the word for non-truncated? Big textbooks. Thank you. Unabridged. I've been looking for that word for forever. Unabridged (laughs) version of any sort of information that you would ever want to learn. Libraries, people, they still exist and they're very prevalent and like everybody should be using them because I find that internet resources for things, everything's just so chunked up Mm -hmm. that it's very difficult to find valuable information in in bulk form. So went to the library, read a whole bunch of books and I did that for 10 years because I was just really into it apparently about two to three years ago i had a client who needed somebody to just run ads for their hospitality businesses that were was up in jackson hole so tons of hotels up there and so i was running lead ads for a good year year and a half and it was fun but lead generation is a very different monster there's like a totally different Mm -hmm. psychology to it and it's super slow like some of the attribution you just can't you won't get for weeks and weeks and weeks because People become a lead and then they stay a lead for weeks until they actually like convert to a pay customer. So lead gen was fun. Not quite for me. I accidentally, again, (laughs) had a random client who needed somebody to run their e-com brand at Facebook ads. So I just became a media buyer kind of overnight. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I found DTC and got into e-com, I was like, this is where I want to be forever. I love this industry. And I just, it just exploded from there. So from media buying, I, I just fell into, again, going into creative strategy. And that was really, really fun. And I started to apply all of the learnings that I had gathered from 10 years of research to all of the creative that I was producing for these companies. And that's kind of where it led me today. So. Really, really cool. And you, you've you done a ton of just really being a practitioner yourself, testing out the channels to see what works as well as mm-hmm. consulting and, and going that direction to get really deep into certain aspects of, of e-commerce call it marketing because it's such a again it's such a loose word that can mean you ask 20 people <laughs> yeah. for the definition of marketing and you get 20 <laughs> different answers but it's letting you to work with all kinds of brands big brands little brands who are some of the brands that people might know that you you've worked with and what were some of the the lessons that you learned from from them so even though it's an introductory yeah. episode still got to have some tactical takeaways <laughs> we don't want to leave anyone hanging because I, yeah. I always say hey if there's a useless episode you better leave a one-star review so i, I put it <laughs> I put it out there. <laughs> exactly. Got to leave it with something. Some of the bigger companies that I work with, Barstool Sports is one of the biggest ones. I actually worked with their team that was kind of running some of their ads for one of their newer e-com brands that was a newsletter. They were one of the biggest ones I worked with and I loved them. Their style and their customer is really interesting. They use a lot of humor, obviously, over at Barstool. So it's just fun. Content creation for them is super fun. In the beauty space, I've worked with Billion Dollar Beauty. If you know them, they have really interesting, like, ah, their packaging is fantastic. They have makeup that basically reduces a lot of the plastic that comes with that industry. 
Oh, and great. it's oh fantastic oh my gosh it's brilliant and now i can't get off their product i'm just like billion dollar beer all day long some of the other ones that i've worked with that have just been fun interesting projects lettuce grow they create a farm stand that's kind of like an in-home gardening experience really really fun product slumber kids is one of my like dear to my heart ones that i worked with for a long long time i've been producing ads for them statics in particular and a few pieces of ugc but they produce basically mindfulness and mindset I don't know, training for kids and for parents, but it's mostly about emotional intelligence. And so that one's very near and dear to my heart because I have two little kids at home. So yeah, that's one of the ones that I'm just like, I, I will support whatever they do because we need more emotional intelligence in the world. A lot of other micro brands though too, Red Bay Coffee, there's kind of all across the board. I haven't kind of stuck in one industry. It's just been here and there, which is great. It's been fun. Really neat. And then in terms of what you've learned and, and sort of what, if someone's listening to this podcast and say, wow, what I want to learn from, from Lettuce Grow or Red, Red Bay Coffee or, or a big brand, what's one common thing across all the brands that you've seen that's really one consistent? Yes. Okay. Well, one consistent from the brands or one consistent from a marketing standpoint? The one consistent that you've learned from the brands that any, anyone listening can go okay. take away for, for their brand. Yeah. So all of these brands obviously are in different industries, but the the one thing that I would say, and I might be a little biased because it's just what I love to do. All of them have a need for consumer behavior research. Everybody needs to know their customers a little bit deeper. And a lot of people have good research on it. They have really good information already from the demographic standpoint, but these people have really taken the time, especially Slumberkins and I would say probably billion dollar and barstool have taken the time to really understand not just who their people are on paper, but who they are from an emotional standpoint and from just like a life standpoint, because humans are very complex, complicated creatures. And they come with some very strange nuances that you can absolutely capitalize in your business and for brands in general. So consumer behavior research, I think is very important. Awesome. Great. And I'm sure we'll have some episodes coming up about <laughs> consumer behavior research. So make sure you are subscribed to those that's a wrap up for this first episode. If you liked Sarah, make sure you hit subscribe. If you liked me, well, there's only a few episodes left with me on them. So go back, binge the catalog. And as always, make sure you share this podcast with your mother-in-law. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.